Welcome to episode one of the Infuse You podcast. My name is Teresa and I'm your host. The goal of this podcast is to help women and young girls fill up their cups. Oftentimes we are so focused on helping and supporting others that we forget to take care of ourselves too. In today's episode, I will share with you who I am and why I decided to create this podcast. So let's get into it. The challenges that I've gone through in my life have only made me stronger And I want to continue to share that strength with others through this podcast. I want women and young girls all over the world to have a place to turn to for self-care tips, mental motivation, movement, fun, laughter, and real experiences. I want to be your Kool-Aid without all of the sugar. I want to give it to you straight, flaws, and all. My motto is progress, not perfection. I'm originally from San Bernardino, California and I relocated to Phoenix, Arizona at the age of 13. Initially, it was kind of hard with any transition. It was hard for me to adapt to the move because I had to leave behind all my friends, my family, the life that I knew growing up, growing up as a young girl. But I was still able to excel in school and I became the first high school graduate in my family. I then went on to receive the Maroon and Gold Scholarship and I was so excited to start my college journey at Arizona State University. But then life happened. In October of 1998, I gave birth to a 29 week old premature daughter. She was born at one pound, 4.6 ounces, and doctors only gave her a 50-50 chance to live. Mind you, this was my first major hospitalization, my first major surgery because she had to be delivered by C-section and I was only 19 and I was freaking out social workers and the doctors, they were just doing their best to help by offering us adoption, um, other ways to help her besides us taking care of her and taking her home with us. But I knew that we were gonna love on her and we were gonna get through this, my boyfriend and I. So we took training classes, we learned how to care for children with special needs. And a couple of months after she was born, she was able to come home with us. Now, I will not say it's been easy because it hasn't. It has been an uphill battle. Caring for a special needs child is a lot of work and it takes time and dedication. She cannot talk or walk. So that is another challenge in and of itself. But we went through, we made it through and she is now 24 years old and doing well. Fast forward to 2007. Our family had gone from three to five with the addition of our second son. And this next phase of our life brought on more challenges, more change. The day that our youngest son was born was the last time that I would hear my mother's voice. She was in the hospital at the same time that I was prepping for my C-section. She was prepping for a tracheotomy. It was a devastating time, being a new mom again, dealing with my mother's failing health, and also planning our wedding took a toll on me, but I prayed for strength and I kept pushing through 12 days later, God called my mother home to be with the Lord. And this day by far was the worst day of my life. On the inside, when people die, some people feel nothing, but on the inside, I was screaming and crying bloody murder, but on the outside, I couldn't show that because my dad needed me. 
He needed me to help him plan the funeral. He needed me to help with all their financial arrangements because I was that go-to child. So I helped my dad get through that. We planned my mother's funeral. It was amazing. We sent her off. But also during this time, I was finishing my master's degree and I didn't know how I was going to push through because again, this tragedy had happened and I thought the whole world was going to end. But I knew that my mom was smiling down on me and I knew that she was rooting for me to finish. So I finished my master's degree in 2010 from the University of Phoenix. And shortly thereafter, I did seek grief counseling and I was able to link up with an amazing Christian counselor. Her name is Miss Karen in Phoenix, Arizona. And she helped me through some difficult times. I mean, things that I knew ever would have thought of that could help you when you're going through the grieving process. Miss Karen was simply amazing. In 2017, my life changed in a way that I never imagined possible. My cousin took me to an outdoor fitness event in Glendale, Arizona. It's called Fitness in the District. If you're local, you may have heard of it. Um, there was about 500 people there working out. I didn't know anyone except for my cousin. And there were so many different instructors and formats that were presented. And because I had been sitting on the couch for the last couple of years, just watching TV, going to work, taking care of my family, not really moving, um, in an exercise type of fashion, I was so lost. And I told my cousin, thanks for the invite, but I'm never coming back. But a voice came to me one Tuesday and I picked up my phone and I texted her and I said, Hey cousin, are you going to that fitness in the district thing tonight? And she said, yeah, you want to go with me? And after that day, when I went for the second time, I never stopped going. The instructors, the participants, the whole entire vibe was something I had never experienced before. Everyone from different walks of life, young, old, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, all different ethnicities, men, women, grandparents, neighbors, coworkers, they were all joining together in the name of fitness to keep their bodies moving, to have fun. And that touched my soul like nothing ever before. Through this event, I had the opportunity to learn from and network with various attendees and fitness professionals. And in 2019, I earned my National Group Fitness Certification. Although teaching fitness is my part-time profession, it is one that I'm very passionate about. It is where I have the biggest opportunity to give back to my community. And in the last three years that I've been teaching fitness, I've inspired so many women, men, and children to keep moving, to never give up on themselves, and to accept progress because none of us are perfect. My motto is progress, not perfection. We will never be perfect in this life or the next. Almost a year after the pandemic hit and only six days into the new year of 2021, I received a call. The person on the other end of the phone called to tell me that my father was found unresponsive in his apartment at the senior community which he lived in. My heart dropped and I just froze and cried. His death came at a time where I was being overworked at my company due to layoffs, but I was still grateful just to have a job. So I continued to work and push through and help myself deal with the grief. But as the days got closer to his memorial service, I couldn't hold it together. 
And to top it off, the following month, I had a hand surgery that I had continued to postpone. But since my grief counselor took me off of work, I went ahead and said to myself, let's get it done. You're already off work and you need to get the hand surgery before any further damage was caused um, to the inside of my palm. So my doctor told me I was going to have to take some time off from working out, from doing all the things that I normally did. And I was so eager to return because I missed teaching my fitness classes. My doctor cleared me to return and I was so excited. I planned my return class, partnered with some other instructors. Then another tragedy struck. I was hit by a car and every airbag, airbags I didn't even know we had in our minivan deployed. I was in shock. I sat in the car for I don't know how many minutes while bystanders tried to get me out. They kept telling me, come on, ma'am, you gotta get out, you gotta get out. Your car is smoking, you gotta get out. That's all I remember. My hands were shaking. I picked up my cell phone, called 911, and they told me that help was already on the way. Someone had already called. I tried to call my husband, I couldn't get through. I called my best friend and told her to call Bobby. I've just been in an accident. My body was frozen. I couldn't, for the life of me, pick up one foot, lift my arm or anything to open the door to get out. And then a wave just came over me. Like something shook me up and said, snap out of it, you gotta get out of this van. That day, oh God, just forgive me right here. That day was such an emotional day. I had never been struck that hard in a car accident before. I had plenty of fender benders. Um, I wouldn't say plenty. I've had a couple of fender benders, but this one was by far the most devastating accident I had been in. As I proceeded to get out of the car, I realized that something was wrong with my foot. My left foot, I couldn't put any pressure on it. I learned later at the hospital that I had suffered burns from the airbags that deployed underneath where the gas and the brake pedal go. I was just thankful that I was the only one in the car that none of my children or my husband were with me. My road to mental and physical recovery had just gotten a little bit harder, but I kept on praying. I knew that God would give me the strength to get through. But what I realized while I was off and recovering is that I had been going and going and going for so long on autopilot that the time that I got off from my normal everyday life was something that I needed. It was something that I needed to help me be able to realign myself spiritually, mentally, and physically, and also to realign with my family. I was so pissed at the lady that hit me. I kept asking God why, and I found out why. Everything happens for a reason. That is my belief in my heart. And it was my time to sit back, to reflect, to realign, focus on my purpose in life and make some changes. So on my 43rd birthday in 2022, instead of having a big turn up celebration like I had for my past birthdays, I decided to host an empowerment workshop for women and young girls titled Cultivating Your Confidence. This event gave me so much joy to lead. And the 14 participants that attended, they gave me so much energy. They gave me so much love. Their support 
showing up, being there, sharing their stories. I got a lot out of the workshop, just like they did. And then this past December, I recently hosted my second workshop and it too was amazing. And I'm excited to do more empowerment um, events in the future. Through my fitness journey, I've learned so much. I've learned how to properly care for myself so that I'm able to care for and help others. The most rewarding job of all is being a mother. My children are now 24, 21, and 15, and everything that I do in this life is for them. My mother passed away at the young age of 59, and many of the conditions that she had were preventable diseases. So I wanna do everything in my power to live longer for my children, to be healthy. Although people die healthy all the time, I wanna do my part and make sure that I'm doing everything I can to be in their lives for as long as I can. But of course, this journey is not mine alone. I can't take full credit for this journey that I've been on. This amazing up and uphill and downhill battle, the good, the bad, the ugly. Without the love and continued support from my husband, this journey would not be possible. He is my listening ear. He is the person who's gonna tell me like it is. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. Even if it hurts my feelings, he's gonna tell me when I'm wrong. He's gonna tell me when I need to do better. He's gonna tell me when I'm making a mistake. He's the person that I run to when it feels like I can't take anymore. He is my everything. In addition to my husband, I have what is called my circle of love. It is not a large circle, but it consists of, of course, my children, some very close friends, a few family members, but these are the key people in my life that I know that I can absolutely depend on. So I hope that you find your circle of love, your support system, those people that you know when you are in need, in desperate need of something, a shoulder to lean on, a listening ear, anything that these people will be in your corner when something happens. They show up and they just be there regardless of the situation. So I'm so grateful for my circle of love. They know who they are. Life is not easy and we can't control everything. It took me a while to learn this, so now I do what I can and I pray on the rest. I'm super excited to share more with you about myself on this podcast. The goal of this podcast, again, is to empower young girls and women, to show you how to have fun, to show you how to discover yourself, your purpose, to show you how to infuse yourself. Because in the end, all we have is ourself. We have to put ourselves first. We can't help anyone else if we are not okay. So stay tuned. Next week's episode is titled, It's All About You. I'm going to repeat that. It's all about you. We are going to dive into discovering you and your purpose. It took me almost 43 years to find out what my purpose in this life is. And I want to help you to discover that sooner, give you the tools that you need to create your visions, to reach your goals, to infuse you. I hope that something was said today that will help you on your life journey. Please click the link in my profile to share more topics that you want to hear about or any feedback that you would like to share about this episode and future episodes. Till next time, remember to do you, be you, and infuse you. Be blessed.